Another week begins as time begins to run down for 2021, a year of transition as the world continues to experience a pandemic and the future seems to be already with us. Have things turned out the way you thought they would? What would you like to see the world be in 10 years? Those are not the kinds of questions that guide this or any other installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement, but the future is always woven from the many decisions that have come before. This program seeks to capture as many of them as possible. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, and it's October 4th, 2021. On today's program, a local nonprofit that focuses on water quality releases a report card for the Rivanna River watershed. The legislative redistricting process continues in Virginia this week with a public hearing for our area scheduled for Wednesday. The September surge of COVID-19 cases continues to slow down, but there's still cause for concern. And I try to take transit to a campaign forum. Let's begin today with two Patreon-fueled shoutouts. One person wants you to know to keep each other safe, get vaccinated, wear a mask, wash your hands, and keep your distance. And in another, one brand new Patreon supporter wants you to go out and read a local news story written by a local journalist, whether it be The Daily Progress, Charlottesville Tomorrow, Seville Weekly, CBS 19, or NBC 29, or some other one I haven't mentioned, the community depends on a network of people writing about the community. Go learn about this place today. The summer COVID surge continues to wane in Virginia, with a seven-day average of new cases at 2,748, and the seven-day positive test rate is 8.5% today, down from 10.9% three weeks ago. The number of COVID deaths continues to increase, with 819 fatalities reported since three weeks ago. The Blue Ridge Health District reports another 69 new cases today, with a percent positivity rate of 7.2%. There have been 17 deaths reported in the district since September 13, 2021. Case counts are trending downward, but are still higher than at the beginning of the summer. Here's Dr. Kyle Enfield, an assistant professor of internal medicine at the University of Virginia. There's a lot of factors that play into that. One um, as lots of people have been infected, um, there are fewer people that are susceptible to um, Delta at this point in time. We have seen uh, locally, based on um, data that was collected um, through social media, that mask usage has gone up and there was an uptick in vaccination that's probably uh, contributed to this. However, Dr. Enfield said behavioral changes that come with seasonal transitions could push case counts back up. If we look at what happened in um, October, November, and December um, of last year, we saw increased spread as people um, moved from the outdoors into the indoors more often. And so I think there is still some some pause within the, the, the epidemiology community that we could see that surge again. 
A COVID-19 model developed by the University of Virginia's Biocomplexity Institute currently shows a downward trend in cases. Dr. Enfield said epidemiologists remain concerned about the possible emergence of a new variant, and the best way to reduce the risk of that taking hold is for people to get vaccinated and to continue to wear masks. There will be more information about booster shots and third doses coming up later this week. If our collective efforts to guard the health of the Rivanna River were graded, we're doing about average. The Rivanna Conservation Alliance has presented their first Rivanna River report card by sifting through five years of data from the 50 monitoring sites they have throughout the watershed to look for the presence of E. coli bacteria and other conditions. The RCA has been monitoring water quality since 2003, when part of it was known as StreamWatch. Monitoring sites closer to developed areas tend to register as poor or fair. Those in more pristine rural areas show up much higher in quality. The RCA further breaks the watershed into five sub-watersheds. The lower Rivanna in Fluvanna County scored the highest, with a health rating of 63.7 and the South Fork Rivanna subwatershed number 1 in western Albemarle scored second at 62.4. Anything over 60 meets the water quality standards put out by the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality. The second subwatershed of the South Fork Rivanna is at 57.8. The North Fork subwatershed covers portions of Green and Orange counties as well as northeastern Albemarle and is at 54.9%. The middle Rivanna, which includes Charlottesville and southern Albemarle, is at 51.9. To learn more about the RCA's monitoring efforts, visit their website at rivanna-river.org. If you live in the 804 or 276 area codes, you will soon need to dial 10 numbers when making a phone call. That's because of a need to prepare for the launch next year of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Beginning on July 16, 2022, people in crisis will be able to call 988 to connect with mental health counselors. Both the 804 area code for Richmond and the 276 area code for Southwest Virginia have exchanges that start with 988, hence the need to switch to 10-digit dialing. For now, if you or anyone else need access to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, you can do so at 1-800-273-8255. There's a link in the newsletter if you'd like to learn more about the transition at the Federal Communication Commission's website. Public hearings are underway today for maps for new legislative boundaries in Virginia, with virtual events for Northern Virginia and Southwest Virginia. Over the weekend, the 16-member redistricting committee worked to finalize maps for the 100-member House of Delegates as well as the 40-member Virginia Senate. They did not reach consensus, and four sets of maps are still under consideration as the public hearings begin. On Saturday, they discussed two approaches to how the Charlottesville area would be withdrawn. We are in the central region, and the public hearing for this area is Wednesday at 4 p.m., You can register to speak at a link in the newsletter. Under the A7 statewide map for the House of Delegates drawn by the Republican consultant, Albemarle County is split into three legislative districts. Northern Albemarle would be in the 74th district, along with all of Green and some of Orange County. Charlottesville would be in the 75th district, along with much of Ivy and Albemarle County. 
Southern Albemarle would be in the 76th district, along with all of Amherst and Nelson counties. Under the B6 statewide map for the House of Delegates, drawn by the Democratic consultant, Albemarle is in two districts. Charlottesville would be in the 80th district with central eastern Albemarle. All of Albemarle County would be in the 81st district, along with a portion of eastern Augusta County. Under the A5 statewide map for the Senate, drawn by the Republican consultant, Albemarle and Charlottesville would both be within the 31st district, along with Nelson, Fluvanna, and Buckingham counties. The B4 statewide map drawn by Democrat consultants is similar, but the 31st district would include Green rather than Nelson. The commission did not reach consensus on how to proceed with the House of Delegates before the public hearings began today. The commission next meets on October 8th. There's a link to Saturday's six-hour discussion in the newsletter. In another sign that the pandemic is loosening its grip on the delivery of some government services, walk-in service will begin tomorrow at the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicle Customer Service Centers across the Commonwealth. Here's a statement from a press release. At the direction of the General Assembly, DMV is integrating walk-in service back into its operations, in addition to appointments. Based on research, surveys, experience, and the ongoing pandemic, DMV developed a hybrid service model to offer options and flexibility. Walk-in service will be available Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Appointments are still required for Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The release states that masks are required and long wait times should be expected. Appointment service began in May of 2020 after a two-month closure of the DMV due to help stop the spread of COVID-19 in the early days of the pandemic. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement. In today's subscriber-fueled public service announcement, lovers of used books rejoice! The Friends of the Jefferson Madison Regional Library has resumed the tradition of the annual fall book sale, currently going on now through October 10th at a new location. The Friends of the Library sale will take place at the Albemarle Square Shopping Center from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day through Sunday. Half-price days are on October 9th and October 10th. You have questions? Visit jmrlfriends.org for more information. See you at the library. October is Tri Transit Month, and anyone who follows me on Twitter knows I have a real passion for getting around the world without driving alone. Maybe it was those old Greyhound ads but I'd rather leave the vehicle maneuvering to someone else. So over the next month, I'm going to take a little time in some of these newsletters to document my attempts to get to various places without getting in a car. Some context, I own a car, but it's at a point where I need to make a repair before I can use it again. I do plan to do that in the near future. But for now, I've been using the new Charlottesville Area Transit app. Again, anyone who's followed me on Twitter the past few years know I love to document my regular journeys. The new app presents an opportunity for me to describe a little bit about how I personally use it to try to get around. So in a future installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement, 
you will hear clips from a city council campaign forum that my company, Town Crier Productions, held with the Free Enterprise Forum. That in-person event was to be held at the Hillsdale Conference Center on Hillsdale Drive, just over the border into Albemarle County, on September 30th, 2021. For some context, a friend of mine asked if she could store a car in my driveway, and I had permission to use it. But as our audio story begins, with no further narration outside the moment, I was determined not to use that car. The newsletter from September 30th was delayed by a total crash of the work I had put into it, and I had to take an hour to recreate things, so my schedule kind of got messed up. I've been using the new Spot app, which makes it easier to see where the buses are in relation to each other. The app that was being used before just told me the estimated times before a bus would show up at each stop. That was not enough information to be able to rely on the app to get to wherever I'm going. But the current app, after you get used to it, it's easier to see where the buses are in relation to each other. In the past few weeks, I've been using it to time my trips to the grocery store. I've gained a new appreciation for the Willoughby Shopping Center, which is currently a de facto hub for the southern end of Charlottesville, with four routes going there. I've seen a lot, but I don't yet know how to report all of this. So this is the first in a series of trips I hope to record and document this month, Try Transit Month. On the late afternoon of September 30th, 2021, I was still trying to complete a newsletter as I recorded this. My intention had been done to be done early, but as I said, fate, or a faulty computer, intervened. I still wanted to try to use the bus to get to the campaign forum, and this is an attempt to document that journey. We begin at about 4.30 p.m. in the afternoon. The event begins at 7. I was supposed to be there around 6. I'm going to take a bus uh, to try to get up to this thing tonight. And I'm looking at the map right in front of me here. I'll take a picture. And uh, I can see that the Route 6 that I would be using, uh, I'm actually going to go in an hour. But what I'm doing is I'm watching the buses right now to see. My plan is to see if it's feasible to take the 6 to the hospital where hopefully there will be a Route 7 that will go in the direction that I need it to do, go in. Um, I'm going right up through Seminole Square on Hillsdale Drive Extended, which means I'll be going right to my destination. You know, because my question is, how much, how long is it going to take me to get a bus from the hospital, a 7? I need a 7 that's going north. And so far, I'm looking at both of them, and both of them are kind of bunched up together. Um, but I could be wrong. Um, so I'm going to keep watching that right now. There's nothing to see. I'm going to come in and check back in. It's 432. As I said, the route six is in motion, but the sevens are coming back into town. But, um, at least according to the way this works out, this might not work and I might have to drive. Um, but at least I've recorded this here, uh, as a sonic thing. Now I need to put out the rest of this newsletter, which I still haven't done. So now it's 10 minutes later and I'm checking in. It uh, looks like um, uh, at this time, if I was to catch the six to the hospital, uh, it looks like I would need to get on that bus. In a, well, actually, I'd have to leave the house about right now to get there in about two minutes. So I would pick it up uh, at Buford Middle School and then I would catch it into 
the hospital. It looks like those buses, those sevens, it looks like a sevens will be kind of in position to head out at that point. So I'm thinking I might go ahead and go for it. I really don't want to drive. Uh, I'm borrowing a friend's car at the moment, and I really would prefer not to drive it. Um, I need to get my car fixed, but that's a whole other thing. Well, that's not that's not important right now. The point is, is I, I don't like driving, but I'm going to try this out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I am giving myself the go-ahead to plan to get there on the bus. It's getting close to, yeah, the 6 is getting up there. Uh, I don't really know the medical center area, to be quite honest, but it does look like both, it looks like there's a 7 there now. I don't know, but I could wait there. It looks like I'm going to have to wait there for about 10 minutes or so, so maybe not. So I'm now tracking a 7. It's 445. I'm going to check back in in 10 minutes and see where that is, and that will help me predict what's going to happen in an hour where when I'm hopefully in about an hour, I'm catching this bus. I'm going to check in every 10 minutes as long as we do this. Okay. I'm a little less bullish now. There are actually three sevens, um, but I'm not so sure I'm going to be able to make it there with a, with, with wiggle room. Um, Cause it looks like it, I would have been picked up though. It looks like I would have been picked up and it would have been fine. Um, but I'm, I've got an hour to think about, so I don't know if I can do it, but right now I got to finish this gosh darn newsletter. So now it's an hour later at five 30, and this is the time that the buses will be leaving the downtown station. Uh, Neil Williamson is, uh, likely going to, uh, be very nervous. Uh, I have mentioned this on Twitter and so now... The question is, uh, do I assuage his nervousness by getting in a car um, or do I go ahead and just uh, take the bus? Um, I'm going to decide in the next 10 minutes. I'm sort of thinking I'm going to watch the seven for a little bit here. Let's just see here. So you click on the app. You look up like this. Da, da, da. The seven is a schedule I don't know. It does not pulse always out like the others. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't quite understand how the seven works because they've got three buses on that line at the moment. Looks like two of them are going north, you know, or it looks like two of them are divided. I can't really tell, but I have an hour to get there. Um, so I'm sort of watching these guys. It looks like that this one coming down south now would, yeah, this one coming down south now looks like would be the one I would catch. I mean, I got to be somewhere at seven. I can get in a car and get there easy, but it's not my car. Um, and um, or I could take the bus now if I if the show today the idea was to leave that last bus definitely get there in time so that kind of did through a wrinkle I'm starting to think I'm like looking at these different dots yellow is for the route six that I would need to take and I would need to start I need to walk from here in about four or five four minutes to get to where I need to get to it looks like the bus that would be coming back down to me, it looks way too close uh, for comfort for me to test it. The idea had been to leave at that 4.30 bus, but I lost some time today, unfortunately. Uh, so uh, I'm going to end up driving in. I've never made a transfer like this before. So, and I just, I think it would take way too long and I can't guarantee. I bet you that seven would probably get to the station there at the UVA by 610, um, which would mean once you get up, I mean, the seven's a long route. It has to go through Barracks Road, all that stuff. 
So I think, um, you know, I think I'm just going to look, keep looking at these. But this was going to be so much more interesting. But I did try transit. So now I'm driving and uh, I just wanted to say how much I um, really hate driving. As in like, I don't like, this isn't my car. If this was my car, it'd be one thing. And I'm going to turn this off in a second because I want to concentrate on driving. Mostly because I, uh, have I mentioned, I hate driving. Um, but in any case, uh, I'd hoped to take the bus, but I wasn't able to do so. It wasn't the bus system's fault. It was me. I probably could do it. I'm actually going to go look now and see. Well, what happens if I look at that? So, yeah. Yeah, it looks like... Well, no. Looks like I might have been able to make it. But again, like, I, I'm going to make it there faster in this car. Uh, I'm a straight shot. Um, you know, taking the bus is like orbital mechanics. You sort of have to figure out, like, which way you're going and... You have to understand a couple things in their relation to each other. It's not necessarily simple. It is kind of like a fun game, though. But in any case, um, I hate driving. Uh, and I'm going to stop telling you that, but I hate driving. But we're going to check back in on that 7 and see if it, see when it makes it up to the where it's going. Yeah, I'm quite disappointed I wasn't able to make it to this thing. But I kind of want to see what the time differential is. So there's that. Orbital mechanics, baby. Orbital mechanics. So I arrived here at 6.17. So I probably made it here a good 23 minutes sooner than I thought. Let's see how well I do on my math in a few minutes. Um, uh, I see that I'm being beckoned into the... I see I'm being beckoned in, but I do have a recording I have to do. second here where we are now any second here where we are I believe there should be a bus coming by right about now and that is the bus that I would have caught here And that's it for this installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement. Thank you for listening, if you did, to this point and listening to that attempt to try transit. I'm not so sure it comes out without a video component, but I really did want to just describe it. And hey, I recorded it, so I thought I'd go ahead and put it together. Thank you very much. I'm just going to go ahead and cut this one short because we are running long. But thank you to all of the people who have decided to open up their wallets and to make a contribution uh, a, to the work that goes into this newsletter. Uh, Town Crier Productions is the name of the company. There are many many ways uh, to subscribe and to get support to me uh, as I continue to think about expanding into the future. There's a lot going on and the future is never quite with us. It's always just around the corner and how we get there is always a matter of the decisions we've made in the past and today. I'm Sean Tubbs, the host of this program. I will be back tomorrow with another installment. In the meantime, stay safe out there and, um, you know, I look forward to talking to you in the future. Stay safe. Back tomorrow.